Tiwanako, Tiwanaku Tiwanako Tiwanako, erroneously referred to as the Inca Empire, was the largest slave state of America. The history of Tiwanako has been grossly distorted. In a number of Latin American and other countries the theory of the socialist, or even communist system of Tiwanako is taught in the schools and universities. It is not difficult to see through these class, inspired allegations. Luis Bodin of France, one of the chief proponents of this theory, has written the following, in this practically socialist system it is often difficult to draw the line between a freeman and a slave. What was the social system of the Incase really like? Tiwanako encompassed all of present, day Peru and Ecuador and a great part of Bolivia, Argentina and Chile. The Inca tribe considered themselves to be descendants of the sun and the moon and were the ruling tribe of the state. They were headed by a supreme ruler, the Sapa Inca, only Inca, or Inca. The Inca ruled over millions of his subjects, over peoples and tribes. He was the defender of the slave, owning class, which consisted of the Inca warrior chieftains, officials and priests. The Incas waged constant wars, subjugating the neighboring Indian tribes and peoples. They resettled some of them in other lands and turned them into slaves, black people. According to ancient legend, 6,000 Indians were first turned into slaves for taking part in an uprising against the Sapa Inca. The children of slaves were born into slavery. The commune was the social and economic unit of society. But, as in the countries of Asia and Africa, the status of a freeman in the Inca slave state was not much different from that of a slave. The freemen were compelled to give one-third of their harvest to the Inca and another third to the sun, the priests, besides, they had to support the local chieftains. Thus, the tiller could retain less than a third of what he produced. The communes were charged with keeping the irrigation systems in good repair, with building new canals, providing workers for the mines, road repair and construction. Freemen were not allowed to trell freely, they were only permitted to eat the foods the officials and chieftains decreed they could and had to wear a specific type of clothing. The Sapa Inca, the Inca nobility, the priests and the nobility of the tribes that had voluntarily accepted Inca rule lived in glittering splendor in magnificent palaces and temples lavishly adorned with gold and precious stones and built by slaves and freemen. A staggering amount of material values created by the freemen and slaves and appropriated by the slave, owning Inca state was used for the upkeep of the great army and state apparatus. The history of Tiwanaku is full of incidents reflecting a bitter class struggle. One such incident was the mutiny of the conquered tribes against the Despotion. The Tiwanaku civilization was very advanced for its time. Irrigated agriculture was the basis of the Inca economy. There were numerous canals, the mountain slopes were transformed into vast irrigated terraces by the skillful hands of the laborers. There is indication, that the inhabitants of Tiwanaku even watered their meadows. The Incas raised numerous vegetables, among them maize and manioc, several varieties of potatoes, pepper, medicinal herbs, etc. They used guano for fertilizer. Unlike the various other regions of America, animal husbandry was widely developed, with the llama and similar breeds most popular, there were also several varieties of domestic fowl. The majority of llama herds were the sole. Inviolable property of the Sapa Inca. The Incas used their great herds of llamas as beasts of burden, like the other peoples of America, they did not know the use of the wheel, though they did know the geometric representation of a circle. The Inca weavers, builders, potters and smelters were exquisite masters of their trade. Inca buildings were all but indestructible. The Incas reduced and refined gold, copper, lead and tin. Existing data lead us to believe that they knew how to smelt meteorite iron ore and were about to produce their first iron from ore. The vast territory of the Inca state was Chris, crossed by broad, 5 to 6 meters, roads. There were bridges, most of which were suspension bridges. Across the rivers and gorges that crossed the roads. 
water transport was one of the major means of transport at Tyan. There were skillfully made dug, outs and sailing boats. As well as rafts which sailed up and down the rivers and lakes. The Incas also embarked on distant sea voyages on their great rafts. There is good reason to believe that Inca seafarers reached Central America and Mexico. Though these voyages were aimed at extending trade, both home and foreign trade was at a low level of development. Barter was the chief farm of trade. The monetary unit in use was a the Incas, as the Mayas, had a hieroglyphic system of whiting. However, it was known only to the Sapa Inca and a small number of high officials and priests. There were various commonly known means of transmitting informa tie and keeping accounts, and the most widely accepted system was the so-called knotted cord writing known as Quipu. There were oral literary works and the dance, music, and sculpture were all highly developed. Dramatic presentations were very popular. The Inca calendar had 365 days and was divided into 12 months, each of which was divided into four weeks. The year began with the December opposition. Tiwanaku and its flourishing civilization fell victim to the Spanish invaders who profited by the lack of unity among the various Indian tribes. Equally important was the supremacy of Spanish arms. The Indians had never seen firearms or horses and during the first battles especially both wrought terror in the Indian camp.